When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we talk sits and starts. Yep, that's right. That's it. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Neil Crabtree. Hello. That was a little bit of a delayed Hi. reaction, but hello. What's up, my friend? Hello, from afar. Uh, feeling, feeling a little under the weather. Wife's a little under the weather, so I figure we'd be uh, better better played on the safe side and go the old virtual. And Neil doesn't have the internet, so, you know, unfortunate for, for, for Mr. Neil. Yeah, I mean, Neil lives uh, in some um, in the boonies, we'll just say. So, yeah. Unfortunately, so can, with, uh, with being in the boonies, that limits your your interwebs access. Right. So, considering that we have to do this online, we're going to make a nice, easy, quick show for you. Let Let's start with the Rams Patriots. Patriots suck. Is that Is that all we need to say about that game? You, you know, honestly, man, I I think the Rams really are that good. Oh, me too, I mean, but the, the Patriots' offense is putrid. They have no idea. They don't know what they want to do. They want to try to run the ball. Bill Belichick still thinks he's the smartest man in football, and he is, but he doesn't have Tom Brady. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, have a quarterback at all, to be honest. I mean, I'm not saying Cam Newton. No, you know what? I'm yeah, Cam say Newton's it. a bad quarterback. Yeah, he's not that good. I've been saying Cam Newton's a bad quarterback since the beginning of time. Yeah, but like, he's had really good years. He, he's proved but, you wrong a lot of the time, and he's proved you right a lot of the time. He's proved me wrong one year, but that year we I could easily make the argument he was a really good runner, and that's you know what opened up the pass game for him. That He's never been that much of a threat. I mean, his best season's like 32 passing touchdowns. He's, his arm good. is not... Yeah, oh no, I'm not saying it's not, but I think that his MVP season, I want to say he finished like third in the league in passing touchdowns. He just had 12 or 14 on the ground. I mean, that's what makes him special. That's what makes Cam Cam. But you know, he's just got bad habits, and uh, he's he's just not that accurate at the damn football. No, especially this year. And I mean, you know, he's 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 still probably one of the better running quarterbacks in the league. One of the best. Oh, absolutely, running quarterbacks in history, but. The Patriots have never been a running quarterback team. Correct. So when you need a guy like Cam Newton to step up and throw the ball, you know, it, it, it doesn't – it's not pretty. So – and I do think the Rams are that good. I really do. I, I they're, they're a very good football team, obviously. Uh, but the Patriots, they – they need a reboot. I don't think they need a rebuild. They just need a reboot. And, and funny stat from last night, Arms. It showed – the uh, Patriots drafted wide receivers from like the past decade, 
and like 98% of them are out of the league and the other one's Nikhil Harry. <laughs> I mean, they, but, they, hey, you, this is the worst. This is the anti Steelers when it comes to drafting wide receivers. You know what, though? It, the funny thing is, like, at least they keep taking shots. I mean, my God, it, it, the the Packers don't take shots. Well, they're winning, but they don't take shots. You know, in first, second round at wide receiver. I, I don't. I don't think the Patriots take shots. To be honest with you, well, I Nikhil mean, Harry's a first rounder. If we go back it. a few years, uh, no, the kid from uh, from Marshall, I think it was. He, uh, he wasn't a first rounder. No, I know, but he was like a top three rounder, I believe. It was Dobbins. Do- no, is it Dobbins? Andrew. A- no. Something like that. No, uh, it's it's not as not important enough to care, but the kid like quite literally, I, insane stat. Like I think he had zero career drops in college, uh, for like three or four year player. But like they took a crack at him. I want to say it was a fairly early round. I could be wrong on that, but I feel like they've you know at least taken a shot a few times in the second third round, and just and it's not working out. No, it definitely isn't working out. I, I've got to find this because it was. Uh, I actually had high hopes for that kid from uh, from Marshall. And yeah, I'm, that's going to drive me nuts. So we got two thousand nine. Did they really draft Brandon Tate? Yes, they did. Brandon Tate. That that didn't turn out real great. And what, and Aaron, what Aaron, Aaron Dobson. Not Dobson, Dob- not it, Dobbins, yeah. but Aaron Dobson. He was a second rounder. But when did they take both of them? Second rounder. All right. Second. So rounder. like they're taking, they took shots. Hell, at, at least they're taking shots in the top two or three rounds. It's just not working out. I mean, I, and I'll also tell you, I whiffed on Nikhil Harry. Like, and it, it could Where, be injury. Did, it could be you, quarterback. Did you like Nikhil? Oh yeah. I see. I I don't I don't believe I did. I had Nikhil, Nikhil Harry is like. I think I had him as my third guy in that draft, which hell, that, I don't that's know. not being too high on him though, because there was a large majority that had him as the guy. Yeah, but let's look at this year's draft. Shit, your third guy is a starter on your fantasy team. Oh yeah, yeah. You absolutely. know what I mean? Your third, the guy you had at you know at sixth. Some people had a lot of people had Justin Jefferson outside their top three. You know, I I can recall our uh, being on our show and, and saying he might be the best out of all of them, but that top tier has four players. Yeah, that, and that's where I whiffed. I thought he was going to be good, but I didn't think he was in that first tier, admittedly. And uh, I, you know, obviously he is. So yeah, I whiffed yeah. on Jefferson a little bit, but yeah, the, the Patriots. Uh, you know, it, it's time. It's time mm-hmm. they use some draft capital on quarterback and wide receivers. It's it's just time. I mean that's really all they're lacking. They don't need a, they don't they don't need a running back. I think Damian Harris is fine. Well, the combination of what they've got, exactly. They're going to keep doing what the Patriots do, and that's you know be fantasy buttholes about running backs. Dude, they're such fantasy dicks. Fantasy dickholes. But draft quarterback. You know, they, they need to make a move. They need to make a move and draft quarterback now. You well, the, the the hard thing about this, Barker, is they're never in position to do it. Like this is it. Like right now, if if I'm the Patriots, I'm tanking. They're well, they're out of it, right? Like, yeah, yeah technically. I mean, I don't know if technically they're out, but they, I mean, they've got seven losses. Yeah. So. so 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 in the grand scheme of things, they got to win out. They got to go three and zero to have a chance at the playoffs. They're if even if they go three and zero, pretty good chance they finish what third in their division. Yeah. 
they can't win, right? They can't win their division. I feel like the Bills are have already got to uh, nine at least. Right. Okay. Here's another so, name for you, Taylor Price, real quick. Remember him? Taylor Price. Taylor Price. Third round pick, 2010, out of what's the closest <sighs> college to us? OU. There you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I probably had him with a fantasy team at one point. Oh, I'm sure it, I did too. You know, the Patriots are just that team where you're like, do Bill Belichick's so smart. He knows what he's doing. But I'm not sure that he does when it comes to drafting wide receivers. No, he doesn't have a clue. Why like, like that that's the one thing he just he just doesn't have a clue about. But you know, also he, it's he's a defensive mindset. Anyways, what where I'm going with this is you you try to see what you got in Stid, Stidham the rest of the year. This is how I would approach it. And if Stidham looks like he could be something, I still think you go out and get a quarterback. Yeah, like, yeah I, you don't you don't know, rest on kid your kid from North Dakota or wherever he's from, like one of these Trey Lance. Uh, the yeah, is someone like that, if he's available Take a crack at it, man, because if if you're the Patriots and you know, you gotta realize they're they're a six and seven team, but they have a lot of people who opted out this season. Right. You know, there's a there's a, a few starters, few high value starters on their defense that have been injured and uh, others have opted out. So this team is better than six and seven anyway. So take your chance on trying to get the best quarterback available. That that's just my two cents for what it's worth. But I don't have six Super Bowl rings, so what the hell do I do? Yeah, no, we're not. We're definitely not here to ridicule Bill Belichick. It, it was just, it simply was time for him to not be dominant. You know, it's it's just time, and that's okay. I mean that that happens. So yeah, but let's uh, let's think about something else though. His system, Matt Castle was good. Jacoby Brissett was good. Like. Jimmy well, Garoppolo was very good. J- J- so I wouldn't say Jacoby Brissett was good. He didn't. He barely played for the Patriots. Uh, I thought he. I thought he was like four and zero. Maybe when I say good, I don't mean statistically a superstar. I mean winning. And now you know winning. Does just <laughs> does this just mean? I mean, is Cam that bad? That's the question. I guess. I, I, I mean, I do think he's washed up as a passer. So I mean. Yeah, maybe he is that bad. That's painful. And, I mean, hell, the whole year we've been without uh, Edelman. I, that, I mean, that's a factor. Yeah, that so. is. I mean, it, it. yeah, absolutely is. But, I mean, from a fantasy team, I mean, going forward, do you, ha- do you have any faith? Like, think about next year, and we're, we're starting to move into postseason. From a keeper standpoint, are you confident in keeping any of these wide receivers? Who? On the Patriots team, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm high on Jacoby Myers. Okay, I I do think Jacoby Myers, if if they can, I think if they can get a guy that that is kind of a a true number one, I think Jacoby Myers is a number two in the mold of of say Tyler Boyd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tyler Boyd, um, Lavisca Chenault, like just I think he ends up being a productive. You know, solid player because Julian Edelman, he's not going to be around forever. Oh, yeah. I mean, he should technically probably almost be done. So you get a good wide receiver to pair up with Jacoby Myers. Jacoby flashed. Yep. Um, he he flashed more when Cam Newton was out when somebody was actually able to throw the ball. But with, with Cam Newton in there, you don't know what you have at wide receiver because he doesn't really make it apparent as as to what you have at wide receiver. So. I don't know. I, I like Jacoby Myers, but I, I mean, I wouldn't, 
I definitely wouldn't bank on Jacoby Myers. I like Jacoby Myers, and I think he'll pan out. And he'll be a third-year guy next year. So it's it's worth keeping an eye on if they get a quarterback worth a damn. Well, I do have to wonder, it, was Cam checking out of pass plays? You know, when, to get beat by 21 points and only attempt to throw the ball 23 times in the entire game, that's with seven of those coming from St- Stidham. Like, I can't – like, what I, happened? I don't know. I just I just can't help but wonder if Bill Belichick just simply doesn't want to entrust in him throwing the ball. Man. But on the other side of the ball, Cam Akers is good at football. Cam Akers is mighty impressive once you actually see him get a full workload. Quick cuts, good vision, great acceleration. I was I'm jealous that I don't have any shares of him right now. I picked him up. Uh, I've talked about it many times on the show that that league to where you've uh, you got to give up three rounds ahead of where you drafted a guy. Yeah, I picked him up in free agency. Somebody had dropped him. He was a fourth rounder. So I or no, he's, he, he, he was a fifth rounder. Excuse me, he was a fifth rounder. Complete startup. Keep, keep that in mind. Starting from scratch, and it's a 12, uh, 12 team league. So. I've got him. I have the option to keep him going into next year as a with giving up my second rounder, and I don't know how I can't do that. Wow. I guess I've got to see. I mean, really, what players go in the pool? But hell, if I'm even if I'm picking at the top of the second round, I can't imagine getting a running back better than Cam Akers. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Wow. So good times. Let's roll in because this is going to be an in-your-face, quick-hitting back row fantasy show. Let's start on quarterbacks that we like and do not like. You can give a start, you can give a sit, whatever, but we're we're going to roll with the quarterback first and foremost. Do you have one or do you want me to, to oh, take absolutely. it away? Oh, absolutely. Tua. Buddy, Tua is going to be dealing. The Chiefs have, I believe, the 24, 24th ranked pass defense in the league. Um, even if they're up, even if the Chiefs can tee off, like – Two is he's quick with the release. I'm not christening him or anything like this, but he's he's found some guys that he likes getting the ball to. You know, he he likes Gasecki in the red zone. He likes uh, getting the ball out to Parker. You know, and he he trusts the guys like Jakeem Grant and whatnot. Like Tua is going to have a fine game. I mean, go back and look what Derek Carr has done to the uh, to the Chiefs a couple times this year. This Chiefs defense is not incredible. They can get after the passer. But they're not consistent at getting after the passer. They can cause some mistakes, but hey, what fantasy league charges like ten points for an interception? None that I'm in. So even if there's an interception or two and a couple sacks, I still think Tua ends up dealing in this game. And Tua hasn't thrown one yet, so I mean, really, no seven touchdowns, zero interceptions. No shit. I actually, I seriously, I'm I'm marking down Tua for three touchdowns this week. I hope so because as a Dolphins fan. The only way they have a chance is if Tua has a big game. It, it's just unfortunately that simple. I like it though. You you actually I would almost go as far as to say you took one of mine. Oh, I'm sorry. But you know what? I'm going to come at you with a start, and it's going to be it, it. It's not exciting. But you look at who they're playing. I I'm going to go way out on a limb. And I'm going to say Mitchell Trubisky what? has his best game of the season against the Texans this week. Mitchell, is he star- is he, are we sure he's starting? Mitchell Trubisky. 
I think he, he's here's starting. my biggest. I, I better double check this, but uh, I, I like I uh, like it, Trubisky it this week. My concern, though, if if Trubisky is starting, you know, and he falters a little bit, you know, do they just pull the plug and, and go, you know, go with whoever they're going to have as their backup? I mean, Glennon's not hurt or anything, correct? Who? Not Glennon. Jesus. Um, Foles. There you go. Yeah, Foles. I, you know, I, I get there these. Go, I get these. Se- I get these second-rate quarterbacks conf- you know, mixed up a lot. Cause, oh, that, that's, um, that's not- the truth. None of them are worth committing to memory. But anyways, like if he if he starts faltering, do they do they do they revert to the backup at that point? And yeah. Well, is there, but they're behind, and then all this junk time, they're not even giving him a chance. That's what that's my concern. But you know, it, it is Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. I, I guess at some point you got to figure out what the hell you got in him, right? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I think they're gonna they're gonna need to draft a quarterback unless for some reason they think he is a. Fixable. Now, now, granted, that's who knows. Now, Nick Foles, I guess, was active last week as the backup and could come back into the fold. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Mitch is going to play. And surprisingly, he hasn't really, stats wise, he's not that terrible. He His touchdown interceptions are 10 to 5. His completion percentage is a little low at 62%. Rating of 88.2. Nothing spectacular, but it's like, you know, Nick Foles isn't that much better. So why? Just why even mess with him? To me, it's just a, if you, Nick Foles, I'm 99% sure is four or five years older than Trubisky. So either you try to, you try to figure out what, what uh, you got in Trubisky. And if he fails, you, you draft damn quarterback. Pretty simple. I mean, it's what what you got to do, right? I mean, now they were what five and one. They've reeled off like six six losses in a row. Yeah, not good. Rough day, rough day in the windy city. You have any other starts, or do you want to go straight to a sit for this week at the quarterback position? Uh, you know, I Philip Rivers, um, the the Patriot, or excuse me, the Patriots, geez, the. Um, the Raiders, have, they're pretty poor against the pass, and you know I'm not. They're they're ranked in the bottom ten in basically every uh, meaningful category against the pass, and uh, Darnold as well. Uh, the Seahawks, I think, are literally dead last against the pass, and they're likely to be up. So both of those are are kind of cheap plays that should get you plenty of uh, attempts at least. Okay, I I'm gonna go straight to the the sits on this one. Okay. And I, I am liking what the Broncos have been doing, as opposed to the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey's out again. Mm-hmm. I just think Teddy Bridgewater is going to kind of come through and show that the Panthers do indeed need to draft a quarterback. If you're relying on Bridgewater, I would rather go with an Andy Dalton-like solution over Bridgewater this week. I just threw up in my mouth. I know it's not it's not an enviable thing to hear, but I just don't like Bridgewater at all this week, and and I think Andy Dalton in a revenge game against the Bengals this week is a better play than Bridgewater. So if Bridgewater's your guy, but Andy Dalton's on the waiver wire, do yourself a favor, grab yourself a waiver, put in some redheaded flavor, and watch the Bengals go down and smoke. I don't have anything that rhymes with that when it comes to the Bengals, so. 
I like I like um, the red rocket. <laughs> um, okay. So I do have a sit, and it's most people are going to hate it. Um, I'm sitting Kyler Murray this week. I don't hate that. I, the, so the, the things are off a little bit in Arizona. Oh, it's, it has nothing to do with Arizona. It's got to do with the fact that the Giants have allowed like the sixth uh, fewest points to the fantasy quarterbacks. Shut down, eliminated basically Russell Wilson from the damn football game last week. MVP candidate Russell Wilson, right? 263 yards on 43 attempts, one touchdown, one interception. Mind you, that's without everyone's favorite cookout burglar, DeAndre Baker. They don't even have him. Yeah. <laughs> They don't even have him, and they're, and they're still going to be good against Kyler. Now, I, listen, I, I, as good as uh, DeAndre Hopkins is, and he is incredible, their wide receiving combo cannot hold a candle to what uh, Seattle's rolling out there. Okay, so there, there's no reason for me to believe that, that uh, the Cardinals are going to fare any better than the Seahawks. Now, is maybe there- there's two touchdowns thrown for instead of one but i you you need more than that in yeah. order for kyler murray to pay off and isn't it kind of crazy like you've got the cardinals with all these draft picks christian kirk isabella hakeem butler was one of them uh Keyshawn johnson is a guy they drafted recently and and honestly there's really no one imposing on that team besides hopkins at the receiver position yeah the other guys I mean, there's, have there's just, guys that have moments yeah, they, they've shown flashes, but n- none of them have stepped up and really taken off. There is no wide receiver, two on that team, in my opinion. There just isn't. Well, it, it, they're, they're all, they have like three guys that are traditionally wide receiver twos. You know oh, what I mean? yeah, no, but we, I mean. We expect. I mean, fantasy today, twos. I, I don't gotcha. see any fantasy twos on that team. What, what I was getting at is in this day and age, we expect a, a wide receiver, too, to still be a 950-yard guy. Right, and, and there's no one. There's no they consistency there besides Hopkins. That's it. Running backs. Stick with the same game. I'm not – hell or high water, I will not be playing theirs and running backs at all. Kenyon Drake, I don't care what Kenyon Drake has done this season. He's inconsistent. Um, if once again, the Giants are not has, letting them run on them either. Yeah, what about exactly. this Giants or, or team? team? Listen to us pumping up this Giants team. Back row bandits, Let's, Dan Rosier's team is on the, is, the rise. You know, so it's one of those things we always crack on Dan and kind of give him, you know, give him a mountain of shit. But the Giants are deceptively good at defense. Are they great? No, they're not great. But hell, they're you know kind of mid. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply pack at, at fantasy points allowed they could get um, back in it on on the defense oh yeah and, and daniel jones is back this week fumble risky himself i mean it's be, it, on it, the it's, season it's better than colt mccoy 
On the season, the Giants have only allowed 966 rushing yards, right? I mean, they do allow about a touchdown a game to the running back position, but we also have to remember there's been times the Giants have been down and down bad, you know, and to only allow 11 total touchdowns and 966 uh, rushing yards, man, that is that's a that's pretty impressive for a team that's you know been beat seven times already. Yeah, actually, the, how many times they've been beat? Seven, it's more than seven. No, it's seven. Yeah, it five, seven. five and seven. If, feels like they should have a, a bigger record than that. I, I, I think it's fun that the NFC East has all of a sudden become one of those races to watch because legitimately the Giants and the Washington football team are, I mean, this is neck and neck. They're both five and seven. They're both on the rise. They've both been playing extremely well. The Eagles, uh, I, I don't look for them to get back into it, but who knows? Maybe if Jalen Hurts is the spark they needed, they could get back into it. Again, I doubt it. But- All right, so so to, to listen, I, everyone's going to rip on the Giants, and they, yes, they're five and seven, and I know I'm going to get my you know my balls busted a little bit for saying this, but let's let's think about their, the teams they've lost to this year. Steelers, it was a 10-point game. The Bears, when the Bears were full strength, when they're five and one run, and it was a four point game, the Niners. When the Niners are at full strength, it it was a blowout. It was thirty six nine. The Rams. We see how good the Rams are now, right? It was seventeen to nine, a three point game to the Cowboys, uh, one point game to the Eagles, and the, they had two point game to the Buccaneers. This Giants team is not as bad as their record appears. Wow, yeah, they're not. I mean, it, speaking of running backs, I have no problem rolling Wayne Gallman out there. I, I, I strongly agree with you. I, I mean, seriously, the guy has been solid. And, and listen, for those of you that picked him up in fantasy, he's a free agent after this year. Now, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean someone's going to go out and grab Wayne Gallman. But if, if Wayne Gallman finishes the year strong, he's 26 years old in a league. Low miles. Yeah, low mileage in in a league where no one likes to draft running backs high anymore. At least they should stop. I'm starting to become a firm believer that just just don't do it. Like, even though you're passing up the opportunity to draft the next Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook, your chances of getting that guy are about one in five. Well, so even, so even if you get the it. guy... Let's say you get the the next Christian McCaffrey. How many playoff games do you want with Christian McCaffrey? You get yeah. the next Saquon Barkley. How many winning seasons they had since they drafted Saquon Barkley? You get the next Ezekiel Elliott. You still ain't won a damn playoff game. The only team that's had any success drafting running backs and winning playoff games is the Titans. Right. And and I want to say drafting that's drafting fairly high. And I want, wasn't Derrick Henry a third rounder? You know, I might be wrong on that. I don't know. I might be wrong on that, but I feel like Derrick Henry was your third rounder. It's irrelevant, but my point's made. Now I got to look that up. Anyways, you got yeah. another, you got you got another running back sit start or whatnot. Oh, it's, hold on, just one second. Derrick Henry uh, was a second rounder. Second rounder, okay. Yeah, I mean, most good running backs end up being second rounders these days. Well, I mean it. I, to me, it's just one of those things. It doesn't really matter where the hell they were drafted. No. Well, and if you uh, think oppor- about some of the— Opportunity matters so much. Yes, it does. But you think about some of the guys drafted in the first round, 
in the past three to four years, the first two guys I think of are Rashad Penny and Sony Michelle. Not good bets. I mean, just just not a good bet. Leonard Fournette's another one. You know, it's been more than three or four years, but I just keep thinking about these first round running backs that just are not worth a first rounder. Just take your shot at it in the second if it's a premier prospect, or go grab Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman can could would do a team like the the Houston Texans a lot of good next year. Fair enough. So uh, another running back that is in a PPR league will probably still be okay, um, but I don't think he's going to have uh, what you need to to advance in the fantasy playoffs. If you have a, a another decent option, you might want to stay away from Miles Sanders this week. Yeah, uh, Miles, it, that's just so risky here lately. As you've pointed out in the past, it, it feels like he is points per touch as good as it gets. Yeah, right? yeah, like he's up there with just about anybody. Right. But, I mean, we're getting in a situation to where the the Saints have only allowed, I believe, like seven uh, total touchdowns on the season to the running back position. No, I'm sorry, five. Five total touchdowns to the running back position. Right. Um, 830 yards rushing and under 300 yards receiving. I mean, these are the things that Sanders excels at. And then if we kind of squeak over and look what he's done this year – his last three games have kind of been duds. You know, he's only got five receptions combined over the last three games. Um, nine points, six points, and three points. Like, as I'm a big Miles Sanders guy. I love him to death. But unless the read option with Jalen Hurts actually becomes a thing, I'm not willing to risk my, my fantasy playoff livelihood to find out. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Just not a great idea. I'm going to throw out a matchup uh, with running backs in it that I've got one sit and one start in there. But uh, Ty Johnson, there's going to be some folks that are chasing his stats from last week. Nice little feel-good story. Had his first ever 100-yard game with the Jets. Don't count on him doing it again against the Seattle Seahawks. Not going to happen. Wayne Gallman did it, baby. I know Wayne Gallman did, but, but Ty Johnson is not. Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman is a superstar. He's a he's a fucking pro bowler, man. Chris Carson, on the other hand, with this year, how he up. might be. <laughs> yeah, but I like Carson against the Jets. Now, you, typically, you like everyone against the Jets, but it's not like Carson has been you know a, a high end RB one all season. There's been injury issues, but I think he's going to be a high end RB one this week. And I'm not just saying that because it's the Jets. Just Carson's going to be fun. But it freaking helps. You know what I mean? It does help. Um, so here's a guy that, obviously, if you're in the fantasy playoffs, you're going you're gonna to play. But if you're in DraftKings, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm staying completely away from Dalvin Cook. Um, kind of going back to that that the defensive side of the ball. How many rushing yards, it would at this point in season, we're 12 games in, what would you consider a low total number of rushing yards allowed so far what, what do you mean a low explain a little to, further. like that for a, a defense question. so 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 if i'm a defense and we're 12 games into the season what would you say is a pretty damn respectable number if i've allowed under x amount of rushing yards for just one game no on the season oh tw- okay so 12 games 12 games in 
I would say under 750 would be impressive. What about under 650? Pretty impressive. Because that's what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have allowed. Under 650 rushing yards. Yeah, and, and, and not a safe bet. Dalvin Cook's not a safe bet in this game whatsoever. And, you know, to be fair, if we look at, like, the history of Dalvin Cook, he's a little bit yo-yo-ish anyway. You know, and I, I talents for days, but, man, there's, there's times that he just kind of just falls off the face of the earth. Well, and it feels like when you need him the most is whenever he lets you down. And, guys, this week you need him the most. This is – your round one or round two of your playoffs. Well, and to be fair, the Vikings have figured out a system. That system is you feed Dalvin early. If it's working, you keep feeding him. If not, you abandon ship and you go straight to Jefferson and Thielen. That's been their thing. Like, Kirk Cousins is going to have a shitty game if Dalvin gets off, you know, to the races and vice versa. That doesn't mean Dalvin Cook couldn't get better as the game goes on, but the Vikings shift gears pretty quick if he doesn't provide them all of the offense that they need. So it's a, it's a risky proposition with Dalvin Cook. I, I don't like him this week either because I think the Buccaneers are going to have one of those offensive firepower weeks where Tom Brady reverts back to age 40 and looks halfway decent, and I think they'll be okay. So I, I don't like Cook either, not one bit. I, I will tell you, I feel like this season, every game has become a microcosm of what they've done – over the course of the last two seasons. Because if you recall, it was like pass, 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 pass. Last six weeks, run the ball to death. Then last year, it was like run, 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 run. And then they started passing in the last five or six weeks. This year, they're like, wait a second. We can do both in a game. Yeah. yeah Whoa. Game changer. One half a piece. Dalvin, you got first half. Kirk, you got second. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, let's go out there and try to win some football games. And as they're walking out, the coach's like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but it's fun. Thanks yeah. thanks for having me. We miss Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> All right, why? No, no, they don't. What? No, they don't. What? He's from Coach of the Year candidate. Uh, okay, whatever. Coach of the Year candidate, baby, the Browns. Let's talk wide receivers. Oh, shit, I didn't think about that. You dumbass. Damn. So they don't have Freddie Kitchens anymore? No, that, that, that ship has sailed. That, that ship's gone. Wide receiver-wise, I'll, I'll go ahead and lead us off this week. I don't uh, – I love Corey Davis. Last week's output was fantastic, but A.J. Brown this week. It, it's A.J. Brown time. I, I need to make 100% sure he's not hurt because you just never friggin' know about that guy. But <laughs> No doubt. Yeah, see, I mean, he's one of, he's one of the top young receivers in the league, but you ju- he's just always banged up. He returned to practice today, so that's good. A.J. Brown week this week. I would not be riding the coattails of last week from Corey Davis. I, I don't think it's going to happen again. He's been good. I'm not trying to say he hasn't been. He has definitely been good. But A.J. Brown, this is his week to be the guy at receiver for the Titans. So I, I'm benching Davis, rolling with Brown. Not rolling with both because I think Derrick Henry's going to have himself a field day against the Jaguars, as Arms calls them. Jaguars. Jaguars. We got. We got wide receiver wise. Quick Man, show. I, I, first off, do me a favor. Stop fading Corey Davis. Like, he's good. He's going to remain good. What we thought he was, like, what was it, four years ago whenever he was drafted? Yep. He's actually, he's, he's panned out. 
Yeah. Like he's a little inconsistent, but he's not. He's more good than he is bad by a mile right now. You know, every receiver has that five point week. Man, Corey Davis is just more good than bad. I, I'm just saying. I, I I do love me some Corey Davis. I was it Cuckler in uh, one of our leagues? Like, where's this been all year? I'm like, please just look at his stats, dude. It's like every two there, weeks, yeah. he, he puts up a game like this. Yeah, he's been. Fun. Yeah, he, he's the kid's a baller. Um. So listen, uh, uh, kind of doubling down with my, with my uh, Philip Rivers. I think Pittman's a play this week. I don't, uh, I don't like again, that one at all. Uh, I, I know, I know, I know. The, the Raiders. Uh, it's the Raiders more than it is Michael Pittman. Uh, Pittman disappeared last couple weeks. I think it's his get right game for him. Um, also, if he plays, I know he's questionable. Uh, but Jameson Crowder, Seahawks. Man, they, it seems like whenever they get eaten alive, it seems to be by that route running kind of guy. Crowder, he he does it all the underneath, the over the top, you know, uh, the the little short and intermediate routes. Like Crowder's the do it all. Expecting to get uh, eight catches, eight to ten catches, uh, go over hundred and squeak into the end zone at least one time. Uh, if he doesn't play. I'm all in on Perriman. Uh, I'd love to play Mims, but I think he's out this week. So Mims uh, is I think Perriman will be a good play. Yeah, Mims is definitely out this week, family emergency. So we we won't be seeing much of Mims. Uh, since we're talking about wide receivers, can I remind you all that Brandon Ayuk is indeed the truth? Brandon Ayuk. He is. You were right. Brandon Ayuk is, is absolutely a must-start fantasy Wide receiver, week in, week out. Debo is questionable. And quarterback proof. And quarterback proof. And I think Debo will be fine, but Brandon Ayuk is just almost beastly at this point. Like, seriously, just a damn good player as a rookie wide receiver. Very just Anquan Bolden-like is what I think of when it yeah, comes to Brandon Ayuk. That's Iuke. a good comp. And you've got Probably to, a little bit more athletic, play. really. Oh, I don't know. A little more athletic than a Bolden. Oh man, the hurdling and shit like that. They're both. They're both man, athletes. It, I, it's hard. I don't want to take anything it, away from Anquan Bolden. Uh, Anquan Bolden was an undersized tight end his whole whole damn career. That's. I mean, just a bulkier dude. Just he went out there, you know, not real fast. Anyhow, does it, this class has been so refreshing? Because how many years do did we look at these rookie class and are like, man? And we just got googly eyes for the eighth wide receiver. Well, yeah, Dude, the eighth wide receiver is freaking good. You know what I mean? The eighth wide receiver for some of these guys was, you know, LaVisca Chenault or Brandon Ayuk or Denzel Mims. And these guys are good. Yeah. instead, I mean, instead, the past handful of years, we've been tainted by the likes of Laquan Treadwell. And, you know, uh, that was literally the name I was going to use Josh Dotson. Josh Dotson. Same freaking draft yeah. guys. Corey Coleman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just guys that didn't pan out and, we haven't seen a really good wide receiver class in a while, and finally we got it. Oh, man, it's just like the, the as the NFL seemed like it was going to start retiring some of the greats, and we were just going to be kind of a, a team uh, – or not team, excuse me, a league full of middling okay guys. They just restocked the damn shells with studs. Yeah, yeah, and, a lot, and you know, the, we're, we're not done with this class. This class will almost surely have second and third year breakouts in it. Absolutely. So it's not then, like we're done with this class at all. And to be fair, next year's class might be just as good. Looks good. And next year's class looks pretty freaking incredible. So looks damn good. Um is there any uh so think like from a DraftKings standpoint, is there any defense or anything you'd like to play? Uh man, that's 
That's tough. The only one I think I'm I'm ex- remotely excited about. Uh, I think the Titans end up being a decent play this week. Uh, the Giants should be, which I don't have it up in front of me. I believe the Giants will end up being fairly cheap. And uh, I like that Bron- I-, I like that Broncos D this week, and they should be cheap. Something about that Broncos Panthers matchup is speaking to me. It's saying don't roll with Bridgewater, and it's saying roll with that Broncos defense on the cheap and and get lucky. Up all night. Yeah, to fair get enough. Lucky. I actually, actually kind of kind of glanced at it, and I'm like, eh, maybe I will, and then I'm like, eh, probably won't. Not you know. So let me roll down on the defenses real quick. While you're doing that, uh, since we're getting close to closing out the show, tight end. Do you, you have a tight end that no one's thinking about this week? I feel like everyone keeps forgetting about Eric Ebron, and Ebron is is able to to give you some nice fantasy points in a in a pinch. Hey, we're by the way, we're both in the cheap on this. Uh, Giants twenty six hundred, while that Broncos defense is a twenty five hundred point play. So cheap, cheap, and then Dallas, of course, playing Cincinnati at twenty four hundred. The only downside with that is they suck. Is Dallas actually going to score points on the you know? Or just not is Cincinnati just not going to score? And there is a difference. Think sacks, interceptions, et cetera. So. Right, right. And I, and I think I think the Bengals can score against that Cowboys team. So I'm not very confident. In, Buddy, in I think me, O'Neal, and uh, and Hux could go out and put up like 22 on them anyway. We might be able to if we had a if we had a kicker. Yeah, we don't have one. Um, we could we could find an old soccer star from high school. That's fair. Although my uh, my soccer the my kicker in high school was a, a soccer player's whole career, all he did was practice kicks. I think by the end of the season we went for two every time. He was so bad, so so bad. I'm gonna throw a tight um, end. Anyways, out. tight end real quick. Go ahead. You haven't heard a lot about him lately, but I think this is a, a really good week for Austin Hooper. Haven't heard a damn. <clears throat> haven't heard a damn thing about Austin Hooper. Hasn't really stepped up and done a lot, but he does still have games where he puts up fantasy production. I The Ravens are going to make it as tough on the Browns as they can, but Austin Hooper will be that guy that keeps finding soft spots in the zone this week. Man, I mean, I, I wish his year this year was what he did last year after I just paraded and trumpeted and bitched and moaned and said anyone but Hooper constantly. Doesn't it feel and good then, to get that back? You, you, get, oh, but that, I, you get it back I, under your belt. The the fact I've that Hooper is not a, an elite tight end, you you've got that again to hang on your coat rack. I I know, but still, it, everyone could reference back. Well, that one year is like, man, fuck that one year. You know what I mean? Like one year, like Gary Barnridge or Barnage had a freaking good year too. Get out of here. Pass happy Falcons. It, it happens from time to time. It just ain't happened for Hayden Hurst. No, it um, he was he was a nice sneaky grab, but it just. He is who we thought he was. He's an old uh, man playing the tight end position for the third year, fourth year, yeah, something like that. Like, still not understanding how that how he got drafted over Mark Andrews. Not a clue. Like, if you could go back and listen to all the way back in that rookie draft, I bitched and moaned about that. I'm like, Mark Andrews might be the best damn tight end in this freaking draft class. You got and, and, you, and you got that one. Which granted, Lamar Jackson ain't throwing the ball the way he used to, so it's it's all. Oh, but he's finding Mark Andrews. Well, Mark Andrews, Andrews is doing, still he's still having Andrews doing fine. He's, he's doing like eighteen points in the last two weeks, I believe. I mean, yeah, he's doing fine, but he's he's not. I traded him away for a reason, and and that reason 
is that struggling Ravens offense. And, I, you know, if you don't have an elite one at tight end in fantasy football, then you, you don't have one. He's top five, yes, but he's averaging 12 a game. I mean, that's that's two points more than Logan Thomas. I'm not that excited about it. <laughs> well, my, my thought on Mark Andrews is in, in the league you traded with me, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, hell, I had Dallas Goddard, and I, I, I'm all in on Goddard. Goddard's the next George Kittle. Yeah, I love Goddard, too. So, I mean, so, I'd rather have Goddard, Goddard than Mark Andrews, to be honest with you. So, as far as I'm concerned, Mark Andrews is my backup. You know what I mean? Anyways, uh, my, my my start uh, coming back off the injury report, Johnny Smith going against a Jaguars team that is uh, bottom of the league in uh, fantasy points allowed, like literally dead-ass last in fantasy points allowed to the uh, tight end position. And they just get torched against the pass in general. They're 27th against the pass as a whole. So, yeah. Johnny Smith is a big part of that passing, uh, passing game in Tennessee. Um, I expect him to get back into double digits, probably about a 13, 13 and a half point week this week. Well, since I already mentioned him once, Logan Thomas uh, has stepped up the last two weeks, going against the Seattle pasty that's not that great. Their run D's fine, pasty's a little suspect. Logan Thomas probably probably going to have himself a, a solid game against the Seahawks. Th this is a guy you might want to grab because he could, you know, we, there were some Darren Waller references to be had earlier this season. And he hasn't done that, but he still hasn't been playing tight end for very long. I mean, this was a college quarterback. He was drafted as a quarterback to the Arizona Cardinals. He's really only played tight end maybe three years, but he didn't get a chance the last two. Finally got a chance. I'm thinking 2021 could be possibly really solid for Logan Thomas. So I like him this week. That's all I got for this week. You Can you hear me? This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.